Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the CodaCast. My name is Brian Bermudez, and I'm the host of the Craft of the Air podcast. Podcast not just for aviation enthusiasts or professionals, but also those with a general interest in aviation join us on our journey as we explore the horizon of aviation together. I'm so glad that you guys are tuned in for today's CodaCast. We, you know, we just... I couldn't wait until, you know, midweek um, when there's pressing news stories coming into my feeds and, 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 I, and I'm hearing about it and, and, and people letting me know this is happening. That's, and I'm like, you know what? We're going to just have to write an episode right now. Let's do this. CodaCast is the future of aviation turbulent, you know. In the past, in in just the past week alone, there have been three separate serious, serious incidents involving uh, turbulence, severe turbulence. In one case, someone actually passed away as the result of their injuries on this event. And so... We take a look at aviation and the future of aviation. Are we starting to see more of these severe turbulent uh, turbulent events on board aircraft? Is there something behind it? Is there something specific? Are we, is there something that we're going to be that we should be accustomed to going into the future? Have you ever wondered what turbulence is or, or why it happens? You're in the right place. All right. Why have planes? been encountering so much turbulence lately we'll take a look at that first things first today's episode of the CodyCast is brought to you by craft of the air stop just stop stop memorizing outdated content rereading textbook you're reading the same page three times you still didn't understand what you read without really understanding your aviation content if you're looking if you're seriously looking to obtain your FAA airframe and power plant licenses Craft of the Air offers personalized learning sessions remotely from the convenience of your house. Are you tired? Tired of searching endlessly for unreliable data? Are you in the field of aviation and need help accomplishing your next big project? Consulting by Craft of the Air is a second you when you need it. Anything aviation, visit www. Again, that's www.craftoftheair.com today and speak with a federally licensed professional craft of the air our craft is of the air so we you know we'll dive into it now the future of aviation oh, is there turbulence on the horizon all right in this week's episode of the CodaCast, we'll be discussing uh the re- recently right the past week but beyond that as well the topic of turbulence. Now, there have been three separate incidents uh, in the past week that have, that have involved turbulence. Now, we had a LaFonza flight from Texas bound to Germany. A private jet in Connecticut. And a Condor Airbus flying from Frankfurt to Marathas. So now... Have you ever wondered what turbulence is 
and why it happens and 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 why have there been so many planes encountering it of late now hi so this the first event the first event that we explore uh it's an, it, it was concerning an incident all right involving an airbus uh 330 300 and this was on uh this was on wednesday on march 1st and uh it took off from austin international aus and it was going to uh far uh frankfurt uh international 172 passengers on board 12 crew on board now trouble first arose around 90 minutes 90 minutes into the 10 hour flight so i mean thank god it happened at that point now 90 minutes into a 10 hour flight lafonza flight 469 was cruising at a flight level of uh, 370 37000 feet when severe turbulence it 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 experienced some extreme turbulence over tennessee it actually caused the aircraft to descend to flight level uh 270 27000 feet and caused it to be diverted to dulles in dc um to washington dc for for those listening you know a lot of people don't realize that uh, dulles is actually technically it's, it's located in virginia so guy Uh first responders actually so they boarded the the aircraft the Airbus after it landed and there were seven people that were transported to hospitals according to the Metropolitan Washington Airport's authority uh spokesman Michael Cabbage uh one passenger told the Washington Post food went flying into the air hitting and even damaging the ceiling of the plane she added the person sitting in front of them was heavily bleeding and had to be taken off the aircraft in a wheelchair and quote Alfonso spokesperson said in a statement that the cause was clear air turbulence now there was a second incident in the second event it was a condor it was it was an airbus 3 uh, 330 900 this and also related to frankfurt but not you know actually related but this one was flying from far from frankfurt And this one was heading to Marathas, MRU. And this was on Wednesday, uh, and this was on March. So both the Lufthansa flight and this and this were both on Wednesday, on March first. Uh, the flight Delta Echo twenty three fourteen experienced severe turbulence nine hours into its eleven hour flight. There were two hundred, two hundred, oof, two hundred and seventy two passengers. 13 crew on board. The aircraft landed safely at MRU's runway 14. However, the turbulence caused injuries to 20. 20 passengers. Aircraft cabin sustained unspecified damage which required further uh further assessment. Now, going on to the third and and final incident, uh the one of the most serious the, the third incident uh, it was a private business jet that experienced a significant turbulence event over New England. Uh this one was on uh, in the afternoon on Friday, March 3rd. The uh, bar, uh Bombardier Challenger 300 had five people on board, three passengers and two crew members. Now, the aircraft was diverted to Bradley International Airport, all right, in Windsor Locks, uh, Connecticut. 
at about uh, 4 p.m. And this was uh, when the pilot declared an emergency. The pilot had taken off in New Hampshire and was bound to Leesburg, Virginia. Now, uh, it's 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 interesting because it's own this this aircraft was owned by a company that's based in Kansas City, Missouri. And this company that's based in Kansas City, Missouri, they bring high-speed internet to rural uh, communities. So uh, now, most unfortunate, unfortunately, one of the passengers lost their lives as a result of this uh, severe turbulence event. Another person was taken to the hospital, uh, according to the Connecticut State Police. Uh, the NTSB has launched an investigation uh, into the quote rare rare passenger death end quote and and so you know it's it and it really it really hits home you know in aviation when we when you know we have some point there now the Washington Post published an article and it discussed the topic of turbulence in depth now, according to the article written by Scott Dance, the warning of the earth, or the warming, now listen to this, the warming of the earth is making the risk of bumpy flights greater, and it's at different altitudes. Now, let's, let's, let's go into this. Now, according to Paul Williams, a professor of atmospheric science at the University of Reading in the United Kingdom, Global warming is causing more turbulence. Yeah, yeah. A research paper he co-authored um, in 2019 uh, found it to be the case on busy aviation routes, uh, particularly over North America. Now, a property known as wind shear is, is the degree in which uh, wind speeds vary at different altitudes. Um, that has increased 15% since 1979, as that research concluded. 15%. Now, when when wind shear this, when we have high wind shear, differences in wind speed create atmospheric disturbances, um, very much like rippling. It, it, it's important to know that turbulence turbulence accounted for 37.6% of all accidents on commercial airliners from 2009 to 2018 now, that's according to the NTSB a report that was released in 2021 now the flight crew had no warning in about 28 of those turbulence related incidents most important figure, the FAA reported 122 serious injuries uh, from turbulence over that course from 2009 to 2018. Now, now, did, did, now we, we see this. We see this. And, and we've had a fatality that we've seen. Now, the NTSB refers to this uh, to this event this unfortunate event that happened uh, in New England 
that we had a passenger pass away as a rare event. And this may very well be the case. Now, from 1980 to 2008, U.S. Airlines reported uh, 209, 298 serious injuries, of which three were fatalities. So this is from 1980 to 2008. So it, it is quite、um, rare, and I should note. That the three fatalities that、uh, that were the result of turbulence from 1980 to 2008 were, and I'll quote the FAA as saying, at least two of the three fatalities involved passengers who were not wearing their seatbelts while the fastened seatbelt sign was illuminated. End quote. Boom. Now, the cost. What does it cost us now? So it's extremely rare for somebody to to lose their life over turbulence, but mostly fatalities. Now, now we have some comfort in that, right? The people that are listening that are, are necessarily keen on flying all the time, they kind of think twice about flying. Now, what does it cost the airlines? Now, turbulence costs the airlines a great deal of money. Ah,、uh, check this out: over five hundred million. In yearly damages and delays, researchers、uh, and the aviation industry are working. It's you know 500 million dollars. There's obviously improvements that need to be made, but we we see, you know, researchers in the aviation industry they they're working to improve the prediction of turbulence. You know, it should be noted currently. Um. Aircrafts today, most aircraft models have predictive wind shear equipment,、um, uh, wind shear、uh, systems on board. Now, this that this equipment that's usually on board,、uh, particularly Airbus aircraft, we speak of, it's it's referred to as a PWS or predictive wind shear system, and that system it, it provides reliable indications. Um, at all altitudes, that that system is able to、uh, alert the flight crew of impending data,、uh, orally and and visually, of a wind shear. Now, even with this, and 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 with that predictive uh, wind shear uh, system, it usually give them an, an advance warning. Uh, of about 60 seconds in some cases, but in not all cases, it's something that cannot be avoided all of the time. But, you know, and and it, it's definitely something to think about. I know everybody always thinks for one of the first questions: Why can't it be avoided? Why is there so much wind shear? What what's going on up there? <laughs> the FAA states that it's that it is encouraging. Airlines to improve training around the risks of turbulence. Now, it's you know, and and of course, you know, we have, you know, of course, we have technology at the airports, you know, to alert the many airports, you know, particularly those、uh, that that are prone to microbursts and wind shears. They're they're equipped with、uh, LLWASs, 
this is something we call uh, the defense of the right the low level wind shear alerting system uh, we also have uh, systems that airports are equipped with called the TDWR or terminal Doppler weather radar these are all things to assist those crews uh, in possible wind shears and low to the ground of course in those cases and we have our wind shear uh, detection systems on board the aircraft but with that being said and with the statement and the research that was that was done by Paul Williams the professor of atmospheric science at the University of Reading it's possible that global warming now I have no position on global warming I'm not going to get into that I really don't have a position on global warming I don't you know but interesting and I ask you guys do you think global warming is, is that something that is going to contribute to increased severe turbulent events is this something that even concerns you maybe some people are listening they're like oh i love turbulence just like just like me i love that's the best part of the flight the more turbulence the better you know or maybe we have people that are listening that don't like flying so it it, it goes and i ask you guys do you think the turbulence is caused by climate change nah let's go there Will incidents continue to increase? Does it concern you? I added to the poll. I thank you guys. Wrap it up with that. And I thank you guys so much for listening to another CodaCast. That about wraps it up for this week's, uh, this episode. Because I, I think we're getting, we're going to be getting some more consistency here. Because it, you know what? There's just too much. There's too much happening in aviation. And you know what? You guys are going to get the best information from the CodaCast. If you have not done so already, take this opportunity to check out uh, the Craft of the Air website at www.craftoftheair.com and get your free initial consultation today. Craft of the Air, our craft is of the air. Uh, Seriously, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to today's podcast. Uh, Be sure to follow the Craft of the Air uh, Instagram. Uh, you, you'll get the latest CodaCast news, the newest episodes, the newest news from Craft of the Air, possible discounts, and members-only content and material that only you guys would get. So I really do appreciate everybody that's been listening from the very beginning and everybody that's just listening. That, that this, is your first, this is the first episode that, you, that you're listening to. So, uh, this is great. Uh, this is great. Make sure you guys, if you get the chance, uh, leave us a review. Check out the polls on Spotify. The polls are on Spotify. You can also listen to us for free on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Have a great day. Be safe. I hope I see you today.